Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Crime Over Coffee. I'm one of your hosts, Abby. And I'm your other host, Erica. And I am your editor, Bryce. And this episode is going to be a little mini episode that kind of describes us and tells you a little bit about the behind the scenes of the podcast and kind of why we started it. Yeah, and we're also actually going to be streaming some video on this as well. So uh, we're going to be opening up a YouTube channel. Is that correct, Erica? Yes. And we're going to be, so we're going to be posting it on there if you kind of want to follow along, see what we look like, all that good stuff. And then we're also going to put it on our Facebook page and probably a teaser or two on Instagram, which right now, Instagram and Facebook are the big ones. Mm -hmm. Um, So you could check those out right now. And then shortly there will be a YouTube channel. Yes, that's correct. So pour yourself a strong cup of joe and let's dive in. We hope you like our intro music. Yeah. That was created and designed by Erica. And Abby. And Abby. I had nothing to do with it. So that's, that's their genius. Uh, I wouldn't quite call it genius. I mean, it's good, but not that good. I'll take it. (laughs) So we're going to kind of go through our roles on the podcast. I mean, you know that I'm a host. Abby's a host. He's the editor. But we're going to kind of go a little bit more into detail about like what all that consists of. Mm -hmm. So Abby, if you want to start. Yeah. So I think what takes up a lot of our time, Erica and I's at least, is researching for episodes, finding a good one and making sure we get the correct data and a script going that makes sense. It definitely takes up the most of our time recording. There's a small chunk of that. And I do think that's a misconception is that people think you can research stuff very quickly. It takes us days. (laughs) Yeah, it takes a while to research it. And then you keep running into the issue. At least I know Abby and I run into the issue of one source saying this and one source saying the other. And and the biggest discrepancy I see is when it's talking about ages or dates. And it's like off by just a couple, but it drives me nuts because I want to know what is actually correct. Yeah, it's, it seems to always be just the tiniest thing, the small thing that you guys might not even notice, but it's just... I- and you then, have to find it. And then Abby and I call each other and we're like, well, I can't figure out if this guy was 24 or 25 at the time of this. Yeah, which I actually got a little taste of that issue when we were researching for this last episode, John Wayne Gacy, mm-hmm. because I I hosted a little bit of it. Um, I did his childhood and up into his young adult life. And some about half of the sources described how he met his wife one way and the other half of the sources said another way. And then eventually I started coming across, you know, websites that were just more um, trustworthy and ended up going with that answer. Yeah, you always want to look at the orgs or the EDUs or the academic sources are mm-hmm. the best ones to go by. Straight away from Wikipedia <laughs> or like, I'm trying to think of a name of some of the goofy ones I find. Reddit? Or just like random <laughs> blogs too. Yeah. I, well, and sometimes I go to Reddit just to see what people are saying like to think about there's because other everybody has their own kind of thought process and um way it's seeing things and looking at it and so it gives me different perspectives and kind of gives me sometimes a different way to research the podcast and sometimes it's just like oh this is a theory that i saw online let's talk about it um for the episode which we get a lot of too just when we're telling each other about them bouncing ideas off each other the infamous, soon-to-be infamous towel debate between Erica and I oh, will <laughs> always affect our relationship in a deep way. <laughs> that almost ended the friendship that we have. That was from Room, what was the number? 1046. Yes, so if you have not heard that episode, go back and listen to us. I, and- got, I got dragged into that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody we know has gotten dragged into that one. <laughs> yeah, and the goal is to release a blooper episode at some point, so hopefully a good chunk <laughs> of our argument might be on there. We ended up ending the recording because yeah. we just, it was getting too heated. We'll, we'll have bad. quite a bit. <laughs> like this last episode, I think we started out with an hour and a half of raw audio and ended up with just under an hour. So that's like 35, <laughs> 40 minutes of unused content for, you know, maybe it was just us in silence thinking about how we were going to word the next part or us yelling random words like DiGiorno because we <laughs> mispronounced a word. So it could be any of that. <laughs> Yes, our recording sessions are always 
rough yeah. to say the least <laughs> they're a lot of fun though they are a lot of fun and bryce does a pretty good job of making the podcast sound good with yeah. whatever abby and i tend to give him every now and then i'll keep in a funny part just to keep the the energy you know kind of high because we talk about pretty serious stuff on the podcast but um so every now and then we'll get we'll get some funny stuff in there yeah and i don't know if you guys are good on that we can move on to yeah. how we met eric and i've been in the same school system together since I don't know. Elementary. Always. Yeah, always. <laughs> I think we had first grade together, and from then on, mm-hmm. we've known each other. We became really close after high school. We worked together... Um, at a movie theater. At a movie theater, a local movie theater, and that was actually how we became super close friends. And I'm hoping some of our Bones Theater homies are listening. Yeah. Shout out to those. Hey, guys. Some, some local support, please. <laughs> yeah, local support. We love it. One of the, like, 10 people that worked there. Hopefully, one of you are listening. <laughs> Eric could be listening. Eric, what's up, man? <laughs> Shout out to you. Oh, did he work there too? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then if you guys want to go ahead and go into how you met. You want me to go or do you? I'll let you go. <laughs> okay. So we were coworkers um, back when we both worked at Menards, mm-hmm. one of the many great fun places that we've worked. <laughs> um, wouldn't call it that, but yep. Right. Um, I mean, actually, we, we both have worked at movie theaters too. So that's kind of the one thing we all three have in common. Um, I didn't work at the same one that they did, but no, I was working the shipping receiving department of Menards. And what what did you start in? I started as a cashier. Cashier. Um, by the time that we met, though, I was doing um, service desk cashier, so it was like a more specified position, I guess, kind of. But. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's where we met, um, and then from there you want to come get the batteries right that was my job um inside jokes love them (laughs) yeah so from there was a pretty it was a pretty natural friendship um we've kind of hung out ever since and then that's how i met abby was through her so and then eventually at some point we all or i'm not sure whose idea it was first but somebody brought up the idea of doing a crime podcast yeah, uh, Erica and I have been toying around with it for a while, and for the longest time, we we're like, "Oh, it'd be so fun if we did it." And that went on for a couple months, and then we finally were like, "We need to yep. get into this." And Bryce is good at this stuff, and yeah. Erica and I, no idea. So we were thankful that he was one of our friends to help us out with it. Yeah, yeah. Abby and I's brain kind of is on like the same <laughs> like wavelength, so a lot of times. I don't even really know whose idea the crime podcast was in the first place. I think no we were, it's extremely possible we were just sitting in a room looking at each other and said at the exact same moment. <laughs> crime podcast. Yeah, let's do a crime podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't know exactly at what point they had mentioned it to me, but at one point we were all trying to decide on a name for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Lord, I'm that's trying. Forever. I remember. <laughs> time in all the time in. Oh, gosh, don't. We're not. Nope. So, but I remember at one point, I think, I think probably Erica said crime over coffee almost as a joke, mm-hmm. maybe. And then we're like, well, that's, that's goofy. But then that ended up being what we stuck with. But I remember there were all sorts of random, weird titles we thought of. And, and this yeah. is the one that stuck. And I, we do drink coffee a lot. Yeah. It Constantly. Is, it's relevant. I know. It's it's a listening medium um, podcast art, so you can't really see it, but we are drinking coffee every time. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got our, one of our lovely Crime Over mm-hmm. Coffee mugs here with us. We were thinking about maybe at some point making more of those to sell. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are interested in those, you can um, email us or go on our social media. Um, and I'll do the social media right now. Is that cool? Yeah, if you want yeah. to. Go for it. Um, so the social media that we have... The email that you can email us case suggestions or ideas or just comments or whatever is crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. And then you can like us on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast. And then we're also on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee. And on Instagram, we always tend to post some photos from our most recent episode. So typically a photo of like victims or the perpetrator or anything that's really relevant. And in our podcast, we do mention when we're going through things oh this will be on our social media so yeah so i guess kind of while we're discussing roles um so abby you do a lot of the research um for different episodes which obviously you do too erica but then you tend to handle a lot of the social media as well so you so i guess kind of go through describe what your what your workflow what your uh, process is like for handling which right now is facebook and instagram sort of what like what do you think of when you put those posts together because they have to be pretty short and concise Mm -hmm. you have to choose specific photos um so what's what's that like so i really try to choose the photos that are going to 
my goal is to draw people in. Because if you're seeing our social media post as your very first thing, then I want you to be interested in it enough that you're going to seek out the podcast and actually listen. So I'll put little like teasers where I'll say like the John Wayne Gacy one. I said that he is pretty well known as a killer clown. Listen to the story to like find out how he got that name. So I do I do think things like that because then it kind of, I feel like draws people in a little bit more and they want to know. And then as for the photos, I just tend to, like I said, I post a photo normally of the victim, the perpetrator, and then anything that's interesting for the John Wayne Gacy one, for example, I posted, he drew a photo of, I'm not going to tell you because if you haven't listened to the episode, you need to go listen. That was our Halloween special. Yes. But he um, actually drew something and handed it to the detectives to try to help with solving the case. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to go look at that, you can, but I try to post things like that that are super relevant. Yeah. Which that's probably one of our most interesting cases to date because there's a lot of information and a lot of weird psychological stuff you can talk about and discuss about about that guy but yeah that's the one we just uploaded um today actually yes. this morning yeah um, october 31st yep so that's our spooky episode happy halloween guys <laughs> so yeah you guys know me as your editor and uh, so i handle basically all the equipment um, that we decided to get and the recording um, so kind of a little behind the scenes look of what that is like. Um, so to put it in perspective, uh, some of these episodes can take quite a long time to edit. Sometimes they're they're pretty short and sweet, like our Monday minis. Those are pretty easy to edit. Um, this last one, so I had, um, so we record multiple tracks of audio at the same time because there's, you know, multiple of us. So um, this last one, I had an hour and a half of audio from each microphone that I had to edit down into a nice concise episode and a lot of that includes taking out a lot of the ums and the the stuttering and mispronouncing words and the laughing and Which all that random never stuff. happens not once <laughs> yeah so that particular episode ended up taking me a little over seven hours of work um, so between all three of us we're this is almost like a small part-time job that we're we're starting to um, take on so it's it's not easy by any means it's not quick and um, in short, it's something that we have to pack into our schedule at some point. And so like, like right after this, I've got meetings to go to and, you know, they've got stuff to do. So it's, it's not, you know, the easiest, quickest thing in the world, but it's because we enjoy it and have some sort of passion for it. We just do it and make it work. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of work, but I think that's what makes it so rewarding and seeing that people are listening to it really, we, we check it. I probably like 15 <laughs> times a day, always texting each other. We have this many listens. Now we have this many and yeah. probably excessively, but just a little. <laughs> it is exciting. It is. And, you know, any help we can get, whether it's through just support, telling people, you know, to listen mm-hmm. or you can go to we always put it in our social media spiel a link. You can go to donate to us or mm-hmm. monthly donations. You can do it as mm-hmm. low as five dollars or a one time one. You can do it as low as ninety nine cents. Oh, that's yeah. right. Which yeah. That's directly through the anchor website. Yep, through yeah. Anchor. Um, so you can go to anchor.fm uh, forward slash Erica dash Abby. And that's E-R-I-C-K-A dash A-B-B-Y. And you can donate on there. Um, so you can do like a monthly donation of the 99 cents or four ninety nine or nine ninety nine. I think for like tiers. Right. Um, and you can... Or a one-time donation. Yeah, you can set it up like a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, I guess if you think of how pretty insignificant 99 cents is, but like to us, that shows like there's people out there that really, really care and are interested in, you know, the research we're doing and putting all this information for you and delivering it and a somewhat nice package mm-hmm. for you guys to listen to. So, you know, if, if 99 cents a month is worth it for you to listen to it, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, that gives us more motivation and inspiration to keep doing it. Yeah. And like, look, we all know everybody's got their different like financial situations. If you can't donate anything, just sharing posts that we have or letting people know is such a big deal. It means a lot to us. We can see when you're sharing our post mm-hmm. and, I think that has helped us even more significantly because we have a lot of friends of friends of friends who will contact us and be like, we heard of this through these people. And it it makes me really excited, especially when we get someone following that we have no idea who it is. Yeah, I always love to see that. And uh, another thing that you can do other than just sharing the post is rating us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Um, I know some of them may not have ratings, but you can like like the episode, comment on the episode, leave reviews. Or like follow the podcast itself. I think in some way that mm-hmm. kind of helps. It notifies you of like when a new episode is released. Yeah. I mean, we have a pretty set schedule for episode releases. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it'll tell you, it'll remind you that it's released anyways. Yeah, also... We want to hear from you. Email us anytime or comment with case suggestions or your thoughts on episodes. Erica was talking about going on Reddit earlier to get different like opinions and views. And like we love that because it really helps expand our thought processes as well. And especially when you hear about something on one case that maybe you would have thought of when you look into future ones, I think I at least tie back into that thought. We tend to, and I think in a lot of our episodes, we'll be talking about something and we'll be like, hey, that's just kind of like the episode that we did five episodes ago. And (laughs) we'll kind of reference that for a minute. And then that gives us a whole nother route to go on with that episode or with that case. Yeah. And another thing that's been really exciting to notice about the podcast is how many international listens we're getting. Because a lot of our listens come from Indiana. Mm-hmm. Like we can see that down to the cities too, but we have a lot across the country and across the globe too. So one of our pretty big demographics is where, Abby? Australia. And I get so pumped when I see our Australia percentage go up. I love it. I did an Australia case just for you guys because yep. I annoy the crap out of these two talking about it. I'm obsessed. I can confirm that. It's, it's like a 9 or 10% chunk of the audience right now. Which is Mm-hmm. pretty good and mm-hmm. it makes me really excited i yeah. love that so much it's a higher chunk than what even canada has which mm-hmm. to me seems a little weird since canada yeah, is which, like right there I, I mean australia is on the exact opposite side mm-hmm. of the globe which is really cool so um but to kind of which something we probably should do is um kind of note where we're at as far as progress on the podcast so right now we're about to hit five thousand listens i think mm-hmm. which is big to us yeah. i'm sure to other podcasts it's like oh okay i remember 20 years ago yeah. but um so that's really cool um and we haven't even been doing it for three months yet right so we just uploaded episode 13 mm-hmm. right so that's 13 full episodes and then probably half a dozen seven or eight yeah right, mini episodes um which while we're talking about that do we want to kind of discuss what our schedule is like i mean a lot of you guys probably already have caught on to it but we have a a pretty a pretty set schedule as far as those minis and just how we do things The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. So, um, yeah, on Thursdays, is we have our big ones, and Erica and I, for the most part, kind of alternate um, episodes that we personally researched, and then we throw in one where all three of us research together, like mm-hmm. the John Wayne Gacy um, and then the minis have their own kind of schedule and Erica, I'll let you tell them about that. Yeah. So, um, we kind of currently have a rotation of four minis that we do. Um, the first one is, has been a mysterious moment. Um, some of the feedback we've gotten, we're not sure what we're going to do with that. Um, we're kind of tweaking that to make it more interesting for you guys. Cause like I said, we love your feedback. Yeah. So, well, and the one thing I think too, with the mysterious moments, Erica and I, and Bryce as well, we love ghost stuff. Mm-hmm. We love spooky stories. We like to go on ghost investigations. So we have a habit, I think, of leaning towards that. But true crime and ghost stories are two very different yeah, genres. And I think we're going to try to lean back more into crime stuff yes. for the mysterious right. moments. And our goal is to have listeners submit us um, stories that they have had that has to do with crime, like maybe some little short ones or if something scary happened or originally we toyed around with like near misses, like mm-hmm. things that could have happened, but either it went the right way for you or you were smart enough to identify the situation and make the right move. Yeah. And I think originally what we were going for that is just the mini episodes were kind of going to be sort of a, a little detour from our regular routine of, of researching some sort of criminal. And so you know, the idea of crime, you know, is a kind of in the same realm as things that are spooky or scary or whatever. So that's kind of what led us into the the spooky stories because we were talking about mysterious moments. And the first things we thought of were, well, this is some crazy paranormal thing that I experienced. <laughs> so that came out pretty naturally. Um, but I think um, I think, yeah, we're 
we're going to try to lean closer towards the near misses or if you experience some sort of insane crime take place in front of you or whatever that might be or maybe you were part of one um so yeah we're gonna we have um some friends we're gonna start having on the podcast to with that though real quick please don't send us confessions because he said if you were a part of one we don't (laughs) want the confessions not on the bad side well it's all bad i guess but not on the um the criminal side more on the victim side just wanted to clarify yeah Yeah, so don't want your confessions so we're gonna we're gonna start featuring some people on the podcast to tell their stories um obviously if you're not from around here that'll be hard to do so we can you know set up maybe a skype conference call or a phone call or just have you recorded ahead of time and we can react to it live uh, that kind of stuff, but I think I think that'll be fun. I think that'll be a good way to get audience members um, interactive with us. Yeah, and then do you want to? Yeah, and then the other mini series that we have, the next one that we do is cold cases. So just a mini cold case that doesn't quite have enough to it to be a full episode, but we feel like it's still important for yeah. you guys to know. Like the boy in the box episode, mm-hmm. definitely listen to that one. I've always been really interested in it, but there's just not a lot there. And then we talked about the Lauren Spear one, um, mm-hmm. where we connected Lauren to Israel. Um, or theoretically, anyways. Theoretically, yeah. <laughs> and so that's kind of what that second one is. And then our next one that we do is FBI minis. So Abby, I'll let you talk about that, because that's kind of your realm. Yeah, I've always been really big into the FBI Most Wanted. I love watching those shows, and I kind of had the idea just to tell stories about the ones that are on the list right now, especially since... We have listeners from a pretty wide range of geographical locations, and these people that I talk about have not been captured. So any information to capture these people, I think, is important. It's good to get it out there, which is how the FBI Most Wanted list started, was to spread the word. So I became really interested in it. So I kind of took over on those ones while Erica went more to the wrongful convictions. And I'll pass it back to you. Yeah. So um, I the fourth one that we do is the wrongful convictions. So for me, this is something that I've always been really interested in. I was a criminal justice major in college along with psychology. But my criminal justice classes, I wrote a lot of papers on the wrongful convictions in different ways. But the wrongful conviction one, I think is kind of more of a positive note in a way because it's it shows you kind of where the criminal justice system has failed. But then there's all these positive stories of the people that are being released and what they're going on to do that's good. Our next wrongful conviction episode is, it's Herman Atkins. And that one is super interesting. And he goes on to do amazing things after he's released. So look for that episode. And... Like I said, I feel like it's just kind of a little bit more of a positive spin, especially when the correct perpetrator has been identified. I feel like that's all like the main things about the podcast. Now we can kind of just talk about ourselves. Let's just ramble. <laughs> Not ramble. No. Go around. We can go around and say what our favorite podcast that we've done so far is and like why that our is. Favorite episode. Yeah, our favorite episode. Okay. Do you want to? I think I know which one is yours, but I'll let you begin. <laughs> let me begin. Do you know which one's mine? It's me. <laughs> It's half me, right? I did a Laspiza at the end. Yeah, Bryce Laspiza. Which was the first episode. The very first episode that we've done is one that I've known about for many, many years. And one that I just, it blows my mind that a person can go missing (laughs) without a single trace. Well, and I think with Bryce Laspisa, there's a case we will probably, I don't know when, cover the Maura Murray one. Mm -hmm. It's very similar. And um, I think, I know at least my mom and sister are obsessed with it. And whenever they heard the Bryce Laspisa one, they connected, not like actually connected, but it made them think of it. They found the connections in the cases. And Erica has been talking about this case forever, guys. She's obsessed. Yes, I am. And actually, speaking of the Maura Murray case, Alicia, your sister, mm-hmm. gave me a book about Maura Murray. I, I haven't read it. Shout out to Alicia. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to you, Alicia. Um, but she had, she's like, I have this book, and it's about her case. And so they, I think everybody that knows me knows that that's like my case that I'm super obsessed with. Because if you guys have <laughs> listened to the episode, and if you've seen the pictures of Bryce Laspisa... I don't understand what happened to him. <laughs> and I'm not going to go on too much of a rant here about it because there's a whole episode. He's got a pretty distinct look. He does have a very distinct look. But you guys can send us your thoughts about it. Um, please send get, us your Please thoughts. send us your thoughts about it. Like, I would love to know what you guys actually think happened to him. 
but yeah, that's I think that's probably my favorite case that we've done so far. Erica has a pretty secret oh. kind of strange theory, which she doesn't have to get into. Oh, we. <laughs> so we'll just move on to Abby. <laughs> we can't do that to the listener and me. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> do you want to say it or do we just want to move on? No, you have to tell us now. What All is right. it? Are you talking about how I think that maybe he was possessed? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, Abby, you know I, this. I know this. And I fully support this notion. I, I thought it was goofy at first. And then I was like, wait, just so, yeah, a minute. He was like, I was telling him about it. And he's like, no. And then at the, by the end of this conversation, he was like, whoa, maybe. Yeah, which to put it very, very simply, it's just sort of matching his behavior, mm-hmm. which is so inexplicable and strange that it almost almost has to fit with with that kind of thing and that's that's a really short way of putting it yes. if you want to go into more details you can but um, i i won't go into too many details um but his behavior is completely unlike himself and him sitting there for hours on end doing nothing is something that is kind of as if he wasn't in his own body kind of type thing so I think about my head just kind of went there and i don't even know if like this is even a theory that's online or if this is just something that Erica being just Erica came, out of your came brain. up with, but yeah, and so I think my end thought, if that was the case, that whole storyline would just be that he did end up dead one way or another due to the possession somehow. Whether or not that's what it is, and I know for some people that's so far out there that yeah, they don't I even think, think that. That's why we didn't go into it on the. I episode. think just describing it quickly like that, it's kind of hard to really mm-hmm. put it together. But if if you keep that mentality in mind and listen to our episode on it, or just read through his story, a lot of little small things start to start to make sense for that. Like how he drove around the same path multiple times, as if he was trying to fight off some internal torture he was going through, but. Um, yeah, yeah, I spent could... like over an hour is- explaining this to Bryce one yeah. day and probably to Abby on a separate occasion. So my two second explanation that I yeah. just did so doesn't that's, do it justice. So that's its own discussion. Yeah. But, so let's let's move on to, to Abby's favorite. And while she's doing that, I'm going to go grab something that will help with my favorite episode. Oh, so go ahead. Yeah, go get it. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead, Abby. So confused <laughs> right now, but go ahead, Abby. I was kind of waiting while he got up. Oh, you'll understand. I am confused. Um, I feel like I'm learning a lot about UT today. <laughs> Things I don't know, and I don't know if I should know. <laughs> um, I'm going to first really quick dabble on Erica and the demonic possession thing. As I said earlier, we all are very <laughs> interested in supernatural stuff. The show as well. Check it out. Yep. But, oh, okay. <laughs> Bryce is walking back, and I can see what he's got, and it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, keep it hidden for now. But... You know, unfortunately, if you don't believe in that stuff, you're going to get little bits of it in our episodes because we're so keen to it. I know I talk a little bit about it in my favorite case, which is the Velisca axe murders. I have this habit of leaning towards cases and stories where like entire families are wiped out or gone because I don't under that become unsolved Mm -hmm. because to me, that's what gets me like. If you haven't listened to Velisca, definitely go check it out. But I don't see how an entire family can get murdered with an axe in such a violent way. And then they don't catch the person who did it. Mm-hmm. And also with Sodder Children, which I also ju- we just released not too long ago, where all the kids are possibly missing. And I just think it's so interesting and crazy. And especially when you just don't really know what led up to it. Because there's, like, there's always that, okay, they got home. And went to bed, but then what happened? Mm-hmm. And we just have so many unknowns. And I think that's also why Erica kind of likes the disappearance ones as well, because you, it gives you a lot to theorize and toy with, kind of. And I do have another case that's similar to that, and it's Australia-based one, where a couple kids go missing from a family. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm going to leave a little <laughs> cliffhanger there. But that will be getting covered here pretty soon, because it's one that stuck with me for a long time. And with that, I'm a throw it over there to Bryce because he's got you guys. (laughs) Well, I mean, I first wanted to interject um, with what you were talking about. So one of the very interesting things about, especially some of the ones that you've done, um, but really a lot of them overall is the, the difference in capabilities of police and, um, investigators just when it comes to time frame because some of these cases take place mid nineties, early nineties. Have we done anything earlier than that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Velisco the, was in the early 1900s. So was um, 
mysterious room, 1046. Yeah, I okay. her children's pretty early on. Yeah, so we, we come at it with a perspective of what we know now. With like mm-hmm. there's there's DNA testing and there's all sorts of all sorts of updated forensic science out there. And so when things go strange, it's like that should not have happened. That should not have been possible, but there's a whole time frame difference in you know decades ago or even a century ago things are so different yeah so i'll jump into my favorite episode which um was the (laughs) israel keys episode um which he was a a very very scary man he was a serial killer as you probably know and i think the reason why he became my favorite was probably because he was the only one that i really looked into with my own interest uh, my own passion for just learning more about him and he was a very interesting, even intelligent man that had an insane ability for planning and would leave kill buckets ahead of time for years and then just would come back willy-nilly and be like, oh, okay, well, here's someone to kill with this, these tools that I left years ago. Yeah, and, and I think that's the creepiest thing for me is those kill buckets yeah. in that case. And then it's like, how many of them are still just out there buried that we will never just, know about? And mm-hmm. it's just... Or if you just randomly come across it. A kill bucket in the ground. And that's... <laughs> horrifying (laughs) yeah and so um one of the one of the cases that we ended up thinking that he might be connected to was the lauren spirit case Mm -hmm. and so that sent us down a long long rabbit hole and i brought one more long there yeah i brought a little sample of of what this insanity before we do this i'm going to intro you guys on this one because this is I was on the episode for Israel and mm-hmm. Lauren separately, but this is a Bryce and Erica classic. Classic. I remember coming to Erica's one day and she goes, Abby, Bryce and I made a connection and they have taken this very far as far as to going to certain locations to talk to certain detectives. And I'm going to yeah. let, now I'm going to let Bryce show uh, show you guys his, Erica's so we, creation. So we went so far as to think between ourselves, there is enough information here that we're going to need to do this right. If we're going to research him. So mm-hmm. we went to Walmart, bought <laughs> cork board. We bought string and thumbtacks and printed out maps and um, travel records, logs of transactions, all sorts of stuff. And so this is part of it here. This is hours worth of work, by the way. And for those just listening on the audio, this will be posted. I don't know if you guys have already posted it on we your Instagram. It on we Instagram. will post it, though. Yeah, so this is your first look at our <laughs> insanity. So I'll hold it up a little better here. You guys don't need to see me, but... I'll hide there, too. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, Erica, if you want to point some things oh, out. Okay. So we've up here, I think we've got his travel records mm-hmm. from what 2007 2012 yes are the years and then um we've got you know pictures of him and lauren up here we've lauren. got we've got um where he was traveling down there through indiana sort of his path um details about her night and a map here. of there all sorts of stuff um so yeah so i'm gonna move this now oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay good luck um but yeah so that was that was several several days in the making. Oh, that was... Yeah, and why don't you tell rough. them about your Bloomington trip? Um, yeah. Yeah, so we happened to live in the same state that this took place in, which uh-huh. is why I think we were so curious about it in the first place. But Erica had the idea of... Erica you... pushed the idea. <laughs> yeah, so how long was that drive? Four hours? It was, yeah. At least. Four. Yeah, it was a long drive. Yeah, so we went down there with the idea of, you know what, maybe we've stumbled across something. And we spent probably two weeks just trying to decide between ourselves, is this even worth it? Like, is this information new? So we did the most research I've ever done about anything, about one person. We just kept sitting there thinking, like, is this... Is this right? And we would go over detail after detail after detail about every part of her night, every part of his night. Mm -hmm. And it still kept clicking and it still kept making sense. And that's why eventually we decided to go down there. So if you want to give us a little rundown of how Uh, that went. Well, our trip didn't go quite as planned. We got down there with the intent of speaking to a detective about the disappearance of Lauren. Um, So we went to the police station and a guy showed up and said that, like, we gave him a little bit of a detail about what we were talking or what we kind of had going. Well, he thought he was going to guess. He was like, he's like, just, just up front. Who do you think it is? And we told him, he's like, oh, 
I've I never heard of him. I haven't heard of him. So that yeah. was kind of a good sign to us. Do you know who he was thinking? I don't think he said. I don't said. know if he knew who he was thinking. Did we even... I, I think all we did was... Well, we told him. Anyways, so I don't know who he was thinking, but when we said Israel Keys, he was like, I've never yeah, heard he was of surprised. that person. And that's when he told us that the relevant detective who works on it mm-hmm. full time, even to this day, um, which it's been over 10 years now? Uh, it was 2012. So it's been, it's getting close to a decade now, and there's still a detective that this to this day works on it full time. And so that's why they still accept tips and they still accept ideas and theories. But he told us, this guy's not in the office today. Mm-hmm. Come back tomorrow. We're like, well. That was not the plan. <laughs> that's the problem. So um, we did not intend to be staying overnight mm-hmm. out of town for hours away from home. So Well, in a fun fact, if, you have listened to mm-hmm. room 1046. I said that right? Yep. We comment on this trip specifically <laughs> where they weren't intending on it and showed up with a toothbrush and a hairbrush or something. And yeah. tooth- we this went, is what we I'm talking to, about. We just went to the dollar store. Dollar and store and grabbed a couple, like, the necessities. And we're like, right. making this work in this hotel. And then that next morning, we called the detective because we had his his number and we just mm-hmm. ended up discussing it over the phone and so i went through all the details that i had with with him over the phone and he said that he had heard of this theory did exist before us mm-hmm. he had heard of it um, but a lot of the details and connections that we had come up with were things that he hadn't heard of before like his previous trip from 2007 yeah. how that was connected how different parts of his um travel just lined up time-wise random details he hadn't quite put together yet or heard of yet so that was really positive at least for us um and then he basically asked uh to maintain an open dialogue with us Mm -hmm. if we come up with anything else which is pretty cool yeah i thought it was like not the way that we planned the trip to go no we expected to walk and be like we solved it (laughs) we got this and then just like walk home or drive home yeah but I, i still feel like I don't. I definitely feel better about it knowing that we officially talked yeah. to somebody we, that knows more. And we retraced all of her steps mm-hmm. for that for the night that we went missing, which was a very strange sort of feeling of like this is this is the balcony that so and so stood on while they watched her walk away. This yeah. is the direction she walked. This is the turn she made. This is the alley that she probably went missing in and all that stuff. And it was a strange feeling, but it, it was, was so creepy. It was it was interesting for in sure. The dark and just knowing that I don't know. That was somebody's last steps. Yeah, so that that was my favorite episode was the Israel Keys, but I guess specifically us discussing that theory would be the actual episode that I enjoyed the most. So what do, what do we have left? Anything else we want to say? I was thinking that we could talk about some things that we do besides the podcast because, I mean, we are technically podcasters now, but we do a lot of other things. Yes, we all um, work. We all have jobs, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Abby, I'll let you go first. Yeah, this past May, I actually just graduated with a bachelor's degree in geography with a concentration in travel and tourism. Congratulations. Uh, thanks. Great job. Um, I'm in the process of applying to grad schools. I'm wait- I just got an application, in and I'm waiting to hear back on that. And that's kind of my plan. Hobby-wise, I-, I watch a lot of true crime stuff. I watch a lot of ghost stuff. We all like to go on ghost investigations. Mm-hmm. I'm also very interested in painting. I enjoy doing that and anything outdoors. We're starting to get to that season here in Indiana where outdoors is requiring a little extra clothing, <laughs> which I'm not as fond of. Um, I don't like snow necessarily, but definitely being outdoors is one of my favorite things to do. I go next. Yeah, what are your hobbies other than editing the podcast well that's I know my you favorite that. i know my favorite hobby um but no so um i've been running a small scale film production company since i was 17 and so that does a lot of commercial work with advertisements i shoot wedding films i do product photography i do all sorts of stuff it's a pretty wide ranging company um, i started a second company when i was a 21 that specializes in high-speed imaging for like ballistics research stuff like that so rent out equipment and then this this right now is pretty much what i'm doing on the side outside of all that um, so not a whole lot of free time left outside of those things and right now i'm in the middle of deciding if i want to take on another job um, so there was a pretty nice job offering for um, leading the digital marketing for a pretty big company about an hour away from where i live so lots of decisions to make but i he will still be doing the podcast yeah for those of you wondering yeah. we're still gonna be here guys yeah <laughs> 
um, yeah, it's it's something we'll make work. But um, yeah, so outside of that, um, what little time I do have, um, I like to make trips to Tennessee when I can because it's a nice place to be. So I do like to travel. Watching scary movies is fun. <laughs> yes, uh, when we force it, <laughs> we love it. <laughs> yeah, um, or playing scary video games. Yes, guys use me for my PlayStation. <laughs> Always, I bought the game. Okay. I think we buy you enough pizza that it, it adds up. I guess it's true. Erica and I are also right after we're done recording this. It'll be we'll be gone when it comes out. But we're going to Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, you said Tennessee trip, and my ears perked up. I know. Pumped. We are leaving, and we are excited for a vacation. We're yeah. doing spooky ghost tours. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> Erica, or, or did and you have more, Bryce? I mean, my the the nice thing about what I do as a career is it's also kind of my passion and my hobby. So just photography in general, whether it's nature photography or just um, going out and shooting stuff for fun or just just stuff like that. So thankfully, I'm, I feel pretty lucky that what I do for a living is what I also enjoy doing. So it's it's pretty much all of my time. And then and then we do this. Yeah, and so I am a case manager for a company that works with people on the Medicaid waiver. So people with disabilities. And so I do that um, mainly other than this. That one is, it's really nice though. I pretty much get to make my own schedule. And so I really enjoy that. Um, I tend to prefer to work at night rather than during the day. I do better. So it's nice that I can do things, paperwork and stuff at night. I work from home, which is really nice. Shout out to my supervisor, Gerilyn. I know she listens to the podcast. And she actually was the one that had suggested the Osborne family case that we did recently. So go check that case out. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Other than that, I don't... I mean, I hang out with friends... And by friends, I mean <laughs> these two. Um, We're fairly consistently together. Abby and I have been together every day for the last way too long now. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think it goes well. The only thing we struggle with is that Erica is that night person, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely more of a morning person. So yeah. it'll be 10, 30, 11. I'll be like, all right, it's time for bed. She's like, what? <laughs> and then I'm trying to wake her up at like 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And, she's and I like, didn't go to bed away. until like 3. And so she's like, wake up. And I'm like, go away now. Fun. Good fun. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's our biggest difference, I would say. But yeah, the three of us do hang out pretty consistently. The future for us of the podcast right now, we're definitely all, we, we all have such different things we're doing, but this is something I think that really brings us together and we want it to go farther. Mm-hmm. Like we are we are constantly having, we call family meetings, <laughs> looking and discussing ways that we can try to make this more popular because we love it. We love doing yeah. it. It's a lot of fun. And, and we take this we take this very seriously. I mean, there are moments where with the towels, Abby and I fight and argue or Bryce and I get into it. I don't really know that Abby and Bryce get into it, but Bryce and Erica get into it. <laughs> pretty frequently um, mom and dad fight and i'm just here awkwardly in the corner <laughs> you make it sound like such a struggle but i think i think it's really fun and so yeah i mean about about the future so we obviously would like to look as far long term as we can so when we notice small shifts in our audience size or whatever it may be we got to figure like okay what's going on so we probably look into it a little bit too much sometimes but we're trying to come up with new ideas which is why we do the monday minis and why we're doing this and um so we're gonna you know pay more attention to social media um, things like merchandise might be cool someday. Like mm-hmm. I'm not yes. going to be too egotistic and say that we're some big podcast <laughs> yet, but you know, hopefully someday a crime over coffee mug would be a pretty cool thing. Hey, um, who can't use an extra coffee cup, especially when it's got true. a cute logo on it. I there. mean, how many coffee mugs do I have? And I think, <laughs> I think someday it might be a good idea to do um, like, like a giveaway or something yeah. um, just every now and then, um, okay. whether it's that or we, we also hope to get to the point where we can do like a Patreon thing mm-hmm. where we can, if you donate a little bit to us, we can donate more of our time to you yeah. and give you that extra content. That's, I think a big goal f- for me, at least I really would like to be able to do that. The Ooh. merchandise would be great. I, I'm a, I love art. I think I, I designed our logo. Abby, yeah, Abby designed the logo. <laughs> so I think 
that would bring me into it a little bit more mm-hmm. with when it comes to merchandise. So that is a really big, exciting thing to me. I would love to get more into a marketing aspect as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that really leads into the idea that at some point this becomes a business endeavor. And so that's that's why we try to take it seriously. And we try to do things that are different and creative and fun because at some point it might be one of our sources of income. And we obviously will try to do our best. And any feedback is welcome. Yeah. So... I was thinking too, if you wanted, I have a couple of cases on my mind that I kind of want to say that I might be interested in doing to see if we get any responses on whether or not, if you, I don't know if you have some too. I know for a fact, Eric and I have talked about this one specific one that seems to be a very popular one. It happened in Indiana, Mm -hmm. the Delphi case. I think I think that one's going to be coming up pretty soon. Yeah, keep a lookout for that one. Probably going to be released end of November, I think is the By goal. then. I think it's coming up quick. And I think that's probably going to be, and we'll let Bryce know because he was not aware of this. I think that's going to be a... Oh yeah, a triple. You're gonna be in there. We all we all do the research and the, yeah. Every I, every now and then we're gonna do a fairly popular case, um, mm-hmm. just because the popular ones tend to have the most details to that we can research. Mm-hmm. And you know, oftentimes people will cover those pretty often, so we'll try to give our own fresh take on it. But yeah, those are the ones that I get to be thrown into, and yeah. research is fun too. And you know. I really like our like small case ones as well. Like um, I have a book of a bunch of ones from Indiana because that's you know it's our home state, so we're really interested in it. But I would love to do some of those in other areas too, where it's like nothing happens in this small town, but this murder happens. So if you guys know of some from your area and you want to let us know, please do. Yeah, send them um, in. We have one listener suggestion that we're planning on mm-hmm. doing here pretty soon. I've got another one that I've gotten in that I still haven't even told Erica and Bryce about, but I think it's a case you probably know. That one comes from um, Alicia, so shout out to her, but that one's coming up too. Yeah, um, I have a couple that I'm really interested in doing. The Zodiac Killer, which is going to be another one where the three of us research it. That one will probably be released in December-ish, but that one's super interesting to me. And then I think the next one that I'm going to be doing is going to be Bethany Decker, another person that just up and vanished mm-hmm. and no body's been recovered so look out for that one too because that'll be an interesting case and i'm looking to do some international ones i've got it i've definitely got my australia cases always australia they're coming hot off the press i've got them i've got some research done on some of them so those are going to be popping up soon as well yeah and i think i think what we try to strive for is a nice balance between popular cases that everybody knows about and the smaller ones that maybe mm-hmm. nobody really knows about um, and then ones that are close to us, ones that are international. So we try to yeah. we try to try to strike a nice balance. And, and I think we do a nice balance between it being missing person, it being a murder, it being a like serial killer, spree killer, spree killer. We try to mix it all I, up. We really try to focus on not doing kid ones mm-hmm. back to back too much because we know that there are listeners who um, have a hard time listening to yeah, those. Those are ones. those are always hard to listen to. Which. I'll tell you what, we have a hard time researching them and talking about them, too. Um, we always need moments. Yeah. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy got me a little bit, so yeah. that was a rough it's one. a spooky one. There's all sorts of crazy stuff you run into, like when he worked at the morgue, just the stuff that he did there. It's, yeah, shivers. It's Yeah, and then, you know, there's the lighter episodes, and then there's the darker ones. There, and I, I, I mean, Mysterious Room 1046, there's a lot of laughing in that one, and I think that one's an, like, that one's an okay one to kind of make some jokes about here and there. Um, not that any is really okay, but it's enough. It's, it had enough, I guess, almost, like, ludicrous moments in it, and it's just facts of the case that, you know... It got us a few times. And well, a guy that was clearly attacked, claiming said, that he fell against a bathtub. Um, that was something that we just had to kind of laugh about for a minute because it just made zero sense. And I think that a lot of these cases, you do have to think of them a little bit more in a light manner. Otherwise, you'll just drive yourself insane thinking about mm-hmm. all the horrific things that happen. So in order for us to talk about them and cover them completely, we do have to take that lighter out sometimes. And we're pretty lighthearted, goofy people too. And I think you guys will probably even more, the more we get comfortable, mm-hmm. see that coming through in our episodes. Yeah. Because yeah, right now we're only 13 episodes in. So 
we have a long way to go, but we've also kind of come a come a long way. But which I've, is crazy because it feels like we've been doing this for a while. It does yeah. feel like we've been doing this. But for so I think long. I think there's a really noticeable change in how we talk and dialogue on on microphone mm-hmm. from our first episode mm-hmm. until now. Which I, is good. At first, he sticks this thing in front of us, and we're just like. Hello, how does this work? Well, first we started from a microphone that's not even meant for podcasting. We would kind of have to share it and like split the difference of pointing it at us and it didn't sound the best. And so now we've got a pretty, pretty good setup. And right now that's just all coming out of our personal pockets. Um, This research that um, like the articles that we buy for research, uh, different newspapers or just the equipment itself. So right now that all comes out of pocket. So that's why we hope that eventually this, you know, becomes at least profitable. So it's easier for us to do. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else from anybody? I think that covered everything that we yeah. I think wanted. we can I think we can wrap this up. All right. We've I, been I, we've been yapping for a while. Yeah, we have I think a good um something I wanna say for sure is that once again I know I've already said it, they've already said it. We do appreciate you guys listening. Mm-hmm. It means so much to us. So much. We are checking constantly. Yeah. And I I'm like itching to check right now. To yeah, see. I know. I'm gonna many... pull it up. As soon as we get off this, we're gonna pull up our app and see where we're see at. See how many plays we got on John Wayne Gacy. I we were at twenty seven, I think. And it just released since this just morning. how many hours ago? It really Not love so it. Ago. Five hours ago. Yeah. We love it. And we've given you our social media definitely go check us out give us those ratings and reviews share our podcast with your friends family the fact that people take you know 30 40 50 minutes out of their day to listen to us talk um is is pretty incredible um whether it's your drive to work or just chilling at home or whatever it might be taking a bath who knows but it all it all matters to us um because it shows that what we're doing at least means something to someone yeah Real quick, I'm going to mention all of the podcast um, platforms that we can be found on, and then we'll wrap it up. So this is mainly for the people watching. If you're listening to our podcast at the moment, then you're probably already on one of the platforms. Mm -hmm. But you can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Podbean. Podbean. You might be on more <laughs> that we're not already aware of. So if you guys find us on another platform, let us know. I don't Did even, you say Spotify? I, Spotify, if I didn't. I think Spotify. I've written on here. Oh, she probably said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> really want to give a shout out to Spotify. Spotify. That's what I listened to, y'all. So I was yeah. excited. <laughs> so yeah, if you find us on there, like I said, rate us, review us, heart us, comment, whatever. And tell other people you know that are interested. Yeah. That really that really helps us out. So I think we can wrap it up. Thanks for listening and or watching. Um, we appreciate it a lot. Thank you guys. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>